Hey, Kieran, we have a fun topic today. We started Marketing Against the Grain six months ago. Zero monthly downloads. Now we're at 70,000 monthly downloads. We want to share today how we got there. You ready for this? Let's go. Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Marketing Against the Grain, your podcast for how to grow in counterintuitive ways. I am Kip Bodner. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Kieran Flanagan, and we got a meta podcast for you today. We're talking podcasts about podcasting. It's a question we get a lot is how do you actually grow? Got a lot of questions of how the pod's going. Kieran, tell everybody out there, how's the pod going? I think it's going better than we had expected, but because we are always crazy ambitious, it is harder than we expected. <laughs> the hot take for everybody out there is this podcast is the hardest thing you and I have ever had to grow. It is the hardest thing I've ever had to grow. And I think that is because there's lack of inbuilt promotional channels. Yes. There's just not a singular channel that you can master and kind of win at and that you excel at that thing and it just results in growth of the podcast. It's just like collections of things that you're continually doing to see if they move the needle or not. And I think that's the hard thing on podcasting and it's really hard to measure the impact of any of those things. So let's break it down for everybody listening. So we started Marketing Against the Grain in April of 2022 and we had no real semblance of what we're doing. You and I both hosted a bunch of podcasts in the past, but we wanted to come together and do this pod. I want to take everybody behind the curtains. We spent a lot of time trying to figure out what was going to be different about this show, right? Like there is a ton of podcasts about business and marketing out there. How are we going to do a show that's very, very different? Kieran, tell everybody like what we landed on to make this show different because differentiation Spoiler alert is one of the core reasons I think we've been able to go from zero downloads a month to 70,000 downloads a month. So the thing that we really looked into was we didn't want to be a marketing podcast, like a straightforward just marketing podcast, best practice marketing podcast. I think there's a lot of great podcasts that can give you that information. What you and I truly love is where can you find unfair advantage to grow things? Yes. Like where can you find points to leverage to win? Like we are obsessed by winning. Where's the points to leverage? Where's the unfair advantage? And for me, that's the intersection of marketing and business. Like we are very, very interested in all things business. And I think marketers are as well. Marketers for the most part are really business people, business builders. And I think we wanted to create the show for business builders with like a marketing slant. We didn't want to give the straightforward best practice. Again, that's not what we want to do in this podcast. We want to try to find the points of leverage, the things that are counterintuitive to the ways you thought would be the way to succeed. And that's where we landed on. We wanted to do that with you and I in our Slack conversations before doing podcasting or in the meetings that we've had countless times for doing podcasting. We just riff on things. We disagree on everything. We laugh. We find <laughs> lots of the same things funny. And we just thought like, why don't we just kind of put a lot of the stuff we do in Zoom meetings onto a podcast and uh, and see if that works. And I think we've been trying to refine it ever since. Before we get to today's show, let me tell you about HubSpot. Finding a service solution that helps you keep your customers happy can feel impossible. Like try to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at the networking event. HubSpot's all new service hub can help. It brings together service and success together on one platform. With AI-powered help desk and chatbots, to handle your frontline support tickets. So you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit hubspot.com slash service to learn more. 
Yes, I think there's a few lessons I would build on there. So differentiation has been huge. We didn't want to do just another interview format. We play games. If we do have a guest on, it's like kind of a roundtable discussion. Yeah, roundtable. Much more than it is an interview. What I would tell you, everybody listening, first, differentiation. How are you going to be different? What is different about your show? What is unique about your show? And for us, we looked at format. We looked at publishing frequency. We're like, hey, we have to publish at least twice a week. If we're only once a week, we're not going to be relevant to listeners early on, right? The next thing we thought about is we want great guests, but we don't want the guests that are on everybody's podcast. We want people who folks might not have heard of, but man, once they hear from them, they're like, holy cow, this person blew me away with how brilliant they were. Yeah, they'll want to go follow them on Twitter. Yes, exactly. We pick all the guests, but they're really picked by Kip sending me a tweet or me sending Kip <laughs> yes. a Substack article and saying, Whoa, that's just so cool. Like Anu is a great example of that. I read her Substack. I immediately sent it to you and I was like, oh, there's so much gold in here. And then having that person on the podcast is so awesome because we're already a fan of something they've done. And so we're so excited to talk to them where I think a lot of podcasts have people who are doing the podcast circuit. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, we really are curious to dig into something that we've just read. We just consumed. It's very, very current. Greg Eisenberg is a really good example. I read all his stuff on Twitter, lots of interesting views on community. And so I think that as well as like how you pick the guests and why you've picked them really, really matters. We are very steadfast on quality of content, quality of discussion over doing something to just try to get distribution for that. We believe that we have really unique perspective and commentary. We can build the distribution around that. Yeah. So very different approach in how we've kind of built and set up the show. Yeah. The other thing I wrote, I actually was writing this for someone. I try to have one sentence to describe the show because then it actually helps me continually make sure we're delivering on that. And one of the things I described it to someone recently was we try to tell you how people succeed in counterintuitive ways with the honesty you rarely hear. And that honesty part is really kind of interesting for me because I know you've done like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of talk, right? We've talked in lots of conferences. And when you're working for a company, like you're given the transformational stories. So there's certain talking points, but then we've done like how you do marketing, how you do growth. And when you go to a conference, you want to give the best version of that thing, right? Because no one wants to hear about all of the actual real world things that happen because you have 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and you want to tell the like real story, the best version of that story and try to teach someone how to do something. What I think we're trying to do here is like give real honesty. And I'll give you an example. Please. You know, I believe in community driven businesses. I have like real problems with community led growth as a term. We have like a community-led growth team, right? Like that's part of the honesty we're trying to bring into the show and that like this is really how we feel about things and that there's always disagreements and counter arguments and arguments. And I think that that's what we're trying to bring onto the show is even with guests is like, oh, well, you know, is that true? Is that really how that works? Like it sounds great in theory, but does it really actually work like that? And try to get to the next layer down. Yeah, I've met with a bunch of listeners and their core feedback was like, I love that you all disagree. On everything. (laughs) It makes people understand that like we're having a real authentic conversation. Part of this is we are covering topics that evolve very quickly. They change in near real time. And so you need to have this discord to get there. So we've learned a lot about the show outline. I would also say like, there's a lot we didn't know, right? Like, So if I want to summarize kind of the first part of this is, I think we did a good job of differentiating what the show was. We focused on production, frequency, 
quality of content, unique guests is kind of the core baseline. I would also add one other thing that it's helpful to be part of a podcast network. Podcast networks help you grow. We're part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. HubSpot Podcast Network contributed real progress to the growth of that show. So those are some of the things that I think went well and we would do again. What I wanted to ask you, Kieran, is like, what all the things you know now that if somebody was thinking about launching a pod today that you would tell them to make sure they actually do that we didn't do that we've since learned in the last six months? Yeah, I think this is great. Okay, first of all, you also need a great production team and podcast team. Shout out to Darren and the entire team. Huge shout out to the entire HubSpot podcast team. Jonathan, Cal, Mel, we could not do this show without you. Your help is incredible. And obviously producer Darren, who gives us the hard feedback every week so we keep making the show better and better for everybody out there. We get constant great feedback on how to improve. One other thing I'll just say that we did right and then I'll get into the things that I think we really need to improve upon and are surprising. One of the other things is like you and I, we really just want to win. It's pretty simplistic. <laughs> like it's pretty easy yeah. to work with us. If you like point us in the right direction or like if you improve in these areas to do these things, we'll do it. Like we're not really like, yes. oh, we know better than you. We're like, oh, is that how you win? We've took on board all of the advice and we seek advice often. Yes. And we try to bring that back into the show. I love that. It's good I point. think I'm at the point now, I know you're at this point is where I feel if you say, hey, there's a conference happening in a, an hour, do a 20 minute talk. I can get up, do a 20 minute talk. I'm not saying it's going to be great, right? But I can, you know, I can get up and riff yeah. for 20 minutes on, on a topic. And when you're doing a podcast, it's a more casual version of a conference. And you're like, ah, like I can get in there and kind of just quickly put something together. I do think that for me, the stories and the examples really matter. And there's real prep. There's real prep. There's a lot of prep and the prep is very differentiated. And that prep needs to align with a really good show outline and flow. And we didn't have a yeah. good show outline and flow to start. And that happens because you're trying and you're testing a bunch of things. But if you don't have those two things, it gets really hard and it's it gets right. hard to make good content. Yeah. I think always that things that are funny and interesting to you may not be to the audience. We used to do like a lot <laughs> yeah. of banter at the start and what are we doing with our lives? But actually, I think most people want to just get into like, how do you think about this? What is the core topic? So that was a learning for me. I think video is going to be super interesting. Like you want to talk about the fact yes. that we want to crush video. Kip and I are having a competition in October who can get most views on their short form videos you want to talk about what we're going to do for the loser? For everybody listening, I think one of the biggest learnings is that if we had to do it all again, we would do a video right. first podcast, right? And so we're in the process of moving to a full video first podcast. Kieran and I are taking over rooms in our homes to do a crazy studio setup. All the full episodes are going to be on YouTube, full video, all of those kinds of things in a way that we didn't initially set out with. We also realized from our own work and from the work that Sam and Sean have done at My First Million, plus other podcast network that video is a huge distribution tool for podcasts. Right. Like if you listen to Kieran from a few minutes ago, it's like podcast is the hardest thing we've ever had to grow. And it's really hard to grow because, you know, Spotify, Apple, the ways people traditionally listen to podcasts don't have a ton of discovery built in. And how discovery really we found is working for podcasts is people finding out about the shows on like TikTok or YouTube shorts and then going and, and listening or watching the long form version. And so we are doubling down on short form video. We're doing a contest. And that contest is in the month of October, Kira and I are going to double down on our short form video creation. And we're going to see who has the most viewed video in the month of October. And the winner 
gets to decide what the other person has to wear on an episode of the pod. And I'm sure it's going to be 100% embarrassing. I've already tossed out a couple of my ideas to Kieran, <laughs> and he revolted against them. Yeah. The first thing he said is, I don't know that I could do that. I don't know if I physically could do it. I will try to do it. I don't know if I physically could put the thing you want me to put on, on and have it on, on an episode and be recorded for people to see. So that is what we're doing. So check out at Marketing Against the Grain over on TikTok, M-A-T-G. And we're going to be going live on YouTube very, very soon with full long form video episodes of the entire pod. So one of the things we would do is video first and way more time in video. Is that right? That's it. And then the last thing I'll leave with is like, there is like real technical setup. Yeah, you can, sure, you can just grab a mic and you can just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, do, I used to do that. Like I had, a, I had an all right mic and I was doing stuff in quick time and whatever, when you're doing your personal podcast, when you want to be serious about it, you want to have like a legit setup. And so, you know, Darren's been really good getting us set up, sending us cool stuff and like, hey, you just need to plug this in and do this thing. Guys, everybody listening, Kieran is so bad so, at this technical oh setup stuff. I don't know how Darren hasn't jumped through the screen at Kieran like five times. Like, have you sent your laptop? I, what happens is I, Darren's like, I've sent you five different adapters. How does none of these work? I go to start doing that stuff and I'm like, oh, I might just like create content or something. And it's like, <laughs> that's across my entire life. It's like, I need to do this like important thing that's not to do with like doing something on my laptop and just working and doing something. It's like, I go to do it, but then it just takes me about a million attempts before I actually will go, all right, I actually have to do that now. I actually have to. So the technical (laughs) setup is real. We're still working through it. But if you want to do like a legit podcast, good video setup, good audio setup, it's way more than you think. It's not expensive, but learning how to do it. Let's pull the curtain back from everybody. I'll walk through my technical setup of what I've got going on. So you need a laptop that has some good processing speed and everything, especially if you're doing video. I'm using a Shure MV7 USB mic. So it doesn't require a big complicated mixer. You get like 90% of the sound quality in this kind of a setup. You need headphones when you're doing one of these, but once you're doing video, you don't want your headphones to be big and bulky. So I'm using some Me, M-E-E, hidden headphones that kind of go back behind. I think the microphone's like 150 bucks on Amazon. These headphones, I think we're about 40 bucks on Amazon. And then we're using Riverside to record all of the audio and video for the show. And then we're also using an app called Camo. Camo turns your iPhone into a HD webcam for video. And that's about $80 for a lifetime subscription. So excluding the price of a laptop, say you already have a good laptop, for about 400 bucks, you can have the gear that you need to do this relatively well. Maybe throw in a couple lights or something so that you've got good lighting in your space. And you've, you kind of have that set up. And that is the setup. It may sound simple, but Kieran is terrible (laughs) at it. And I don't think he has run that full setup yet. He still has wireless headphones instead of wired headphones. His camo's never working. I have three laptops. One of them is for my podcast. And I'm never on that. I'm never on the podcast laptop. I'm not, I'm not on it now because I kind of like switch between laptops in between things. And uh, you got to get it all set up. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it all set up. Kieran is bad at technical setup. The technical setup isn't that bad, but it is more than you would think. It's it more would than be, you think. Is, is and, your uh, to everybody listening, right? We are gonna have some people come out and do it for us, and that is gonna be the greatest <laughs> thing that will ever happen to me. <laughs> and then Kieran will break it, and yeah, we'll yeah, probably yeah, yeah, fun yeah, him for yeah, breaking yeah. it on the show all the time. 
We're going to do some listener shout outs in a couple minutes, but I wanted to close out with like, what are we going to try next? You know, we kind of showed people what we thought has worked well. We've covered what we wish we would have known, the unexpected parts of running and doing a pod twice a week. How are we going to grow next? So we're at 70,000 downloads a month. How are we going to get to 200,000 downloads a month? Like what's some of the things we're going to do there? This is cool, right? Because we literally just did this meeting. So these are some of the things on my list. Yes. I think it's cool the way we have some guests and some us. And so it allows us to keep the bar high for guests and coming back to like, we pick the guests because there's something we've seen of theirs that we really want to talk about. I think we need to continue to get same level of guests we've been getting and maybe actually like ramp that up a little bit because we've done about 10 shows in a row now without a singular guest. So I do think we want to integrate more guests of the quality that we've been getting. I think that's going to be huge. I think nailing short from video, we both believe that is really big. One of the challenges that we have doing this is just time, trying to get more examples and stories to demonstrate our points. So I think when we have lots of points and things that we make in the podcast, if we can have like a story, an example of that, I think that will actually help listeners really kind of internalize that. Mm -hmm. I think having a dope studio, it will help me. (laughs) If you actually ask me, what is the hardest thing about recording this podcast? I don't know how to sit on this chair. I do not know how to sit on a chair. I just can't get comfortable. I'm just not. You just sit down. No, I'm not comfortable. Like I keep like, that is the reason we are not at 200,000. When I get comfortable, we're going to just like crush. Do I need to send you a new chair? What's what's going on? Well, I'm going to get a whole new setup, a chair, desk, a different type of standing desk, a different yeah. chair. I'm waiting for the kind of like how I integrate it into whatever kind of studio look we're going to do. What are the other things you think we're going to do to get the 200? We're talking about show frequency. We're thinking about adding in a third episode yes. of the week that is like a Friday, like kind of 10 minute, listener 15 question. minute, like quick hit episode where we may cover listener questions. So again, if you're listening to the pod, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with any questions. We'll probably come up with a better way to facilitate questions as part of this. We talked about really doubling down on just making the show better and just getting tighter on the outline, better on the content, having much clearer research examples and everything. We're doing a lot of that, but I think we can do that like another 100% better and it will make the podcast amazing for everybody out there. Yeah, and we want to get the listeners more involved. So you'll start to see um, some competitions coming down the road. You're going to see some swag. One of the things I would love to do that I'm going to start doing and Kip likely join me in some of these is listener feedback sessions. I'm totally in on these. Yes, we're going to ask you all would you join a call with kip and i for like half an hour just to riff get to know each other what do you like what don't you like what do you want to see more of and so we're going to do those those feedback loops are going to be really important because you got great feedback loops from the live session you did at inbound oh totally i think we should try to do a couple live pods a year too i think that'd be awesome live pods are hard by the way because you don't have the benefit of editing a great way to connect with listeners and so i love both of those things darren what else yeah darren what's your feedback for everybody out there that we should be doing slash they should be thinking about well, I disagree with everything you guys have said so far. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds typical. It's all about production. It's all about production. Well, <laughs> the producer is everything. No, yeah, it's going to be cool. I mean, it would be cool to record a live episode. You should tell them about the bar, the Against the Grain bar. That would be cool to record something live oh, there. We never gave them the Genesis story for the, the show. The Against the Grain so, bar. Kieran and I, uh, you know, Kieran lives outside of Dublin. We hang out in Dublin Really in the pre-pandemic world, we haven't hung out in Dublin (laughs) since. But I think probably the next couple of months we'll be hanging out in Dublin sometime. And Kieran's a big soccer fan. And I became a fan of Irish Gaelic sports. (laughs) And we would go and like watch some of them, which are awesome. And, you know, there's a street in Dublin called George's Street, which is a big main street with a lot of uh, pubs and everything. One of the best beer bars in Dublin is a bar called Against the Grain. 
And so that's uh, we were talking about show titles, and I was like, "Oh, what about against the grain?" And I was like, "Like the bar, Karen. Like, like we'll be. It's just like we're sitting there Tell having the this bar. conversation, like we did on Sundays, but we're just sharing it with the whole world. And that's kind of where we get to. So we definitely want to do a live episode of Mark Against the Grain at the Against the Grain Pub in Dublin, Ireland. We need to do that. That could be the first listener competition. Fly to Ireland. Join us. <laughs> yeah, who gets to fly to Ireland yeah. and join us at Against the Grain? That would be awesome. If we told people about our Sunday ritual when you come over, how much fun that is, I bet you people would like pay to come over and do that Sunday ritual. It's Sunday. Yeah, instead of an event, it's just our Sundays. <laughs> it's our Sundays, which are a lot of fun. All right, carry on. Where are we going to go next? Well, I think we did a good transparent walkthrough of how we got to 70,000 downloads a month. What we learned in terms of like, oh, the differentiation, the positioning of the show, focusing on content production, all the things that were way harder than we thought, editing, production, technical setup, video, all of those things. And then we have some really cool growth plans for the future. I want to close out with some listener shout-outs, Kieran, because one of the things we were talking about is one of the keys to growing a great podcast is having an amazing community of listeners. And we are so lucky to have that. And we have a review and question for you from a listener in Finland. I'm meeting you him. ready for this? I'm meeting him at Sastock. He actually reached out to ask where his uh, shout out was. And then we're going to meet. I'll get feedback. All right. Here's the review. He said, love your show. Thanks for making it the best and most current marketing show there is. What up? Thank you. <laughs> shout out to Finland. Question. Are you in Dublin during Sastock week? Can we meet up over a green smoothie or food or something? Yeah, of course. Uh, would love to meet you guys. Huge shout out. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. He did not leave his name though. Do you have his name? Axley or Axley, we will meet up and uh, you can correct me on the name. I apologize. It's probably not the right pronunciation. That's amazing and hilarious. But thank you for your review. We got one other question to kind of close out the show. Okay. So we have, I love listening to the podcast and getting so many insights and ideas from these guys. Oh, thank you. If you were to start a side project to gain market Ooh. experience, what would you do? And this is from PR Pro 1286 on Apple Podcasts. I think we should do a whole separate episode on this. Karen. Yeah, we're going to work on this. Yeah, we're going to do a full episode. So this is a little shout out. I wanted to go ahead and shout out, but we are working on prep to make sure that this episode is amazing. And we want to come with a bunch of great examples of what folks have done. So in the next couple of weeks, we're going to do a whole how to build your marketing skills through side projects episode. And it is going to be fire. I'm so excited for it. Kieran, anything else before we let everybody go here? No, I think this has been one of the best things that we have done, like the most enjoyable thing. So I want to shout out the listeners. Yeah, thanks for listening. This is like the most fun. Yeah, we just have such incredible fun doing this. We couldn't do it without the people who are starting to hit us up on Twitter, LinkedIn, give us feedback. Please give us anything you want to yes, see different or please. new or like you want to see us to do more of. Just leave a review. We read every single review and we really listen to our listeners. So hopefully we'll start to speak to some of you in these kind of feedback sessions that we're going to start to do. Yeah, he's he's at Search Brad on Twitter. I'm at Kit Bodner. We will respond, engage in any listener tweet, DM. Please, please hit us up. Thank you so much for listening to the show for the last six months. And we are going to make our promise to you is the next six months are going to be even better. And until next time, this has been Marketing Against the Grain. Be back with you all soon.